Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. Lori Spanio back with us. And uh, Lori is a best-selling author, spiritual catalyst, intuitive energy healer, and ascension guide. Also an animal communicator, DNA activator. She's got all these special gifts. She has helped transform the lives of thousands of people and animals around the planet via her channeled ascension guidance. Lori assists others to awaken their alignment with the true divine source, which exists within all of us. And uh, she's a noted author as well, including some of her books, Animals in the Afterlife, Learn Animal Communication and Telepathy, How Psychic Are You? And Lori, understand you're working on a new work. I'm always working on something. These days I'm working on a, a latest update about living in the fifth dimension, the new paradigm. Super. We'll talk a little bit about that tonight, too. I want to wait until your book comes out so you can come oh, back again. That sounds wonderful. Thanks for having me, George. My I'm pleasure. so excited to be here. How have you been? What's new? I've been wonderful. Everything's going great. Lots new. Well, Everything's new. Always new with the animals and, and with us our, as we're all evolving and shifting and changing. So I know we have a lot to talk about. Animals are very special, aren't they? Yes, they really are. You know, I, what I say is that they, they really are our teachers and guides here, and they're helping us to really develop the virtues within ourselves that they already have. So for them, they're, they really are embodying some of the most amazing virtues that we're just really, as a human species, beginning to, to cultivate in ourselves. How did they get so sensitive, not only in terms of telepathy and communication, but you know, also they're used in police work. They've got an incredible sense of smell. I mean, they will give a suspect uh, his sweater to a dog and off the animal goes and looks for the person. How did they get all these abilities? Well, what I always say is that animals are the ultimate empaths, and they're speaking a universal language of energy. And we're learning that language now. We're, as a human race, beginning to learn that language of energy. Empaths and sensitives are, are teaching it, you know, so but the animals have that, and they basically through their language of energy, it's a universal language of love, they don't have to analyze with their left analytical brain, they just know, they know it. So let's say, for example, they feel in their environment stress or anxiety, they don't have to identify it as stress and anxiety, they just know that's what it is. Or if in their environment there's the energy of joy or happiness, they just know. Is a dog or a cat more sensitive than the other breed? Well, I think they're both in different ways. Anim uh, cats are generally what we call interdimensional, and they're really great at identifying beings in non-physical, interdimensional realms. So, for example, they can see entities or other non-physical beings that we might, we might not know that they're there. We might not be able to see them with our physical eyes, but they might be, you know, in the, in the realms of the non-physical. And the cats are very good at sort of, I, the best word I can say is sort of absorbing them so that they don't interfere in their humans' lives. And then typically the cats are like carriers for a little while of them, and then they sort of help them to get moved on, moved on and move out. I've been a dog owner most of the time. I've had one cat uh, with our family, 
I was doing an event years ago uh, with, with uh, Purina, and they brought a small kitten into the event as part of the event. And mm. after the event was done, they didn't know what to do with the kitten. Oh. And I said, what do you mean you don't know what to do with the kitten? They said, we don't know where, what to do with it. And I said, I'll take it. So I took yeah. it and brought it home to my kids, and they loved it, called it Patches. And um, that was really my only exposure with a cat, but this thing was magical. Mm. It, it, yeah, they really are. They have gifts and talents that we, again, it's the, it's the same kind of concept. They have gifts and talents that we are just beginning to learn about. So, yeah. And I always say, you see, what happens is with the animals, because they speak this universal language of energy that we're learning as we advance as a society, they basically... They feel and sense everything in their environment, just like we do, and they do it with their extrasensory abilities. They also mostly, for example, all cats, all animals are mostly, um, their brainwave is for the most part on a theta brainwave frequency. And us humans, most of the time we're using a beta brainwave or delta if we're sleeping or if we're just kind of like mellow or light meditation, we might be in an alpha but the animals are mostly in a theta brainwave. And so because of that, they're picking up and they're knowing things through this, this telepathic brainwave that if we learn how to tune into that telepathic brainwave, that theta brainwave, that's where we can learn to communicate with them. So all animals have that ability, including us. We just have to train ourselves to learn how to do that. Now, in one of your books, of course, Animals in the Afterlife, tell me about that. That's an incredible title. Yeah. Well, well, because, you know what, the thing is, is I, I'm of the, no, sort of I'll say I'm of the knowing that we never die. You know, we, we transition out of physical forms. Yes, we keep moving so on, true. don't we? Sorry? We keep moving on, don't we? Yes, we keep moving on. And so the animals are the same. You know, a lot of people on Earth don't necessarily yet recognize animals as fully sentient, conscious, sentient beings, but they are. And just like us, when they transition out of their physical form, their consciousness continues and they advance or grow or develop just as we do. And many times animals, especially animals who live with humans, tend to be guides for at least some time for their humans. In other words, after the animals transition, they become guides and sort of like non-physical guardians, guides, teachers in the non-physical for the humans that they lived with. That's one of the most amazing things about animals in the afterlife, that they continue to stay around their human, and they, they'll stay for as long as they typically feel that the human needs them or that they can be of service to the human. So even though they transition, they're still connected to the human for quite some time, provided that the bond was very strong. So in case, some cases where a human-animal bond might not have been as strong, um, that transition, when the animal transitions, they might not stay around that human for as long just because they're ready to move on and the human's not necessarily as attached to them. How do they have the ability to sense when somebody's going to pass over? Well, isn't that a fascinating subject? This is the thing. Animals, because they are so extrasensory, they, they are not only able to read 
the energetics of the humans they're around or the humans that they're connected to, but they also have soul contracts and agreements with us. And the animals also have the ability in a very conscious way, although at the same time not in the same linear brain way that we might, they have the ability to access what's called the Akashic Records. That's right. So the, the Akashic Records are a field or a frequency where information about our experience, really all information is stored, and their consciousness can tap in there. So they know if a human is getting sick or physically ill from that frequency. But even in a more physical way, because they're so you know clued into their human um, their human's experience, they can read the even like the biorhythms of the human's body. So this is why animals can be so effective in serving humans who might have physical diseases because they can identify body temperature changes, sure. hormonal mm-hmm. changes. Another thing is we know when animals just use their sense of smell, they can identify all kinds of information about either the human or the animal that they're smelling, including you know gender, um, stage of where they are, like for a female, where they are in their menstruation cycle, all of this, and so much more. So this is why they can identify like if someone's sick or if someone needs physical care. They even can sense mood changes, can't they? Yes. Oh, they can sense mood, mood changes so easily. And any animal parent or human who, who's guardian of an animal definitely knows that their animals can tell, right? When, oh, it, yeah. when a human's, you know, in a bad mood or something or, you know, happy. And they know joyful. when to come comfort you, too. Yes, yes, they totally comfort us, especially if we're sad or having any kind of, yes, any kind of emotional. Now, when you talk about animals here in your work, you're talking primarily about dogs and cats. I mean, you're not talking about birds or crocodiles or anything like that? No, all animals fall under this. It's just that different animals on Earth have different roles. So animals who live with humans, their primary role is to sort of help the human, facilitate that human's learning. So either they're there to be healers or teachers to the human, and oftentimes they're also, you know, of course they're there to have an, an experience as well. But animals of the earth who are more in the wild, whether they're birds or alligators, whales, dolphins, whatever it is, they have roles and missions too. And their roles and missions tend to be more aligned with what's going on on the earth. So for example... Since we referenced the Akashic Records, the elephants, for example, are keepers of the records of Earth. And so when you learn to communicate with an an elephant, well, any animal, but if you communicate with an elephant, they can easily share with you information about the Earth's history. And, And by the way, in this case, like, you know, when you're learning something from an animal in that way, they'll never lie to you. They don't lie. Which is which is really helpful if you want to know more of the truth about our Earth's history, for example. And just one more piece on that, like for example, the whales and the dolphins are keepers of the records of the waters and all marine life, and including all marine animals. So if you want to know more about the history of the waters of the Earth, for example, and you know how to communicate with a whale or a dolphin, you can ask all kinds of information about that. So all animals have 
purposes and information and energy, depending on their unique species, they have a particular role. Years ago, I was uh, taping one of my Beyond Belief television programs, Lori, and the show had to do with a turtle. And uh, the owner brought the turtle in, and I was communicating with the turtle. And I got to tell you, this thing was reacting to me. It was bizarre. I mean, I've had little turtles when I was a kid, but this thing was a big box turtle, and uh, he'd stick its neck out, and, you know, he'd listen to me, and then he'd go back in, and then he'd kind of communicate a little bit. It was strange. Hmm. What was he saying to you, George? Why am I here under these hot lights? <laughs> really? I, I'm sure that's... I, I, I think that's really fascinating. And see, I love that you said that because it's really true. We can all communicate with animals. And it's not hard to learn. It just requires us to practice, to train ourselves to interact in a different way than we typically do. Our special guest is Lori Spagna. Her books are called Animals and the Afterlife, Learn Animal Communication and Telepathy. How Psychic Are You? Seven Simple Steps to Unlocking Your Psychic Potential. We're going to talk a little bit about the human awakening when we come back. And and that's the work you're working on now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm working a lot on the new paradigm and what's going on with the new paradigm and also how animals are helping us with that as well. And you deal with different dimensions too, don't you? Yeah, one of my favorite things to do is to connect with consciousness in all the different dimensional realms, and I can channel through information, energy, and consciousness from dimensions way beyond our physical earthly dimension. And of course, we're going to take calls next hour. If you are an animal owner, share some of your stories with us, because I'm sure some of them are riveting. I mean, it's, it is, I, I would guess every animal owner has some kind of fascinating story about their animal. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no question about it. How about yeah. yourself? You know, well, uh, speaking of elephants, I'll say one time... Um, you have a pet as an elephant? No, no, I was oh. on a tour in Africa, and I got very close to an elephant, and this elephant looked me in the eye. It was an eye-to-eye contact, and within about 30 seconds, I saw my whole life in front of wow. me. Wow. Horses do that, too. They've got that ability. Horses are amazing. Horses yeah. are teaching humans how to, be, how to feel safe and free and how to trust. Those are three of the themes that horses really are here serving humans, to learn to trust, trust in, in what is trustworthy, to know how to trust self and be free and let go. Isn't that fascinating? There's some people who just don't like animals. You don't have to own one. I, I mean, I don't have one now because of my travel requirements. It wouldn't be fair to the animal. But uh, some people don't like them. Why is that? Yeah, I don't really know why that is, but I do think that as we're evolving on the planet, you know, we're learning that we're all learning magnanimity, which is one of the qualities that animals teach, one of the virtues that they have. And that's the ability to love even what we might not like, to understand that everything is lovable and everyone is lovable. Everyone and everything, including earth and nature and, yes, animals, 
are worthy and deserving of love. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.